근데요 저도 돈은 못하겠어요 나도 지쳐요 돈은 안할래 통백씨 걱정하느라 내일도 못하고 내가 요즘 사는 게 사는 게 아니라고요 나 이제 그만 좀 변하게 살고 싶어요 우리 그만해요 이제 그놈이 쌈 그냥 다 데려치워요 다 데려치우고요 우리 그만 결혼해요 I don't think I can keep doing this. I'm exhausted. I've had enough. I can't even focus on my work because of you. You know what? You give me such a hard time. No. I just want to live comfortably. Let's just end this. Let's stop all the flirting. Let's end it. And now? Why don't we just get married? Kinka and Quinka, 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Rome or Hando Jun, your Kinka Chingu, your Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast. Where every week we celebrate the marriage of K drama and language learning. So, 안녕하세요. Hello, everybody. 오늘은 잘 지내고 있나요? Are you doing well today? 음, 오늘은 어떤 이야기를 할까요? What are we gonna talk about today? Actually, today we have 동백꽃 필무렵, or in English, when the camellia blooms. Okay. So yeah, what do we have today? I'm actually very excited to talk about that, but before everything else, so the format of this episode is still gonna be the same. So the next five to eight minutes will be all about the Korean language. So we still have the five weekly vocabulary words and I'll give you a very simple study tip afterwards. And after that, we'll have the discussion. I'm so excited to do this. So yeah, what are we waiting for? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's do the vocabulary words now. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I said I'm ready. So wait, what am I doing? Okay. So here we go. Now we're starting with our weekly vocabs of the week. We have five, and all of these are from the K drama When the Camellia Blooms. All right. Let's begin. First word, chime, chime, chime. Chime is dementia or also the Alzheimer's disease. All right. Chime. All right. That's chime. Now let's use it in a sentence. Actually, this sentence is from Korea time, so let me just read it. Yongujin은 국내 치매 환자의 56%가 경증 치매 진단을 받았기에 이 돌품 로봇을 개발하기 시작했다고 전했다. The researchers said they started to develop the nurse robot as 56% of dementia patients are diagnosed with mild dementia. Okay, that's quite a long sentence. You can review it in the show notes if that was quite difficult for you. All right, check it out. So that's chi me. Next word, hama, hama, 
Hama is actually an animal. Do you know what it is? It's a hippopotamus. Did I pronounce that right? Hippopotamus. Hippo in short. So Hama is a hippo. Let's use Hama in a sentence. Hama의 몸집 때문에 사람들은 Hama가 느린 동물이라고 생각한다. Because of their size, people think hippos are slow creatures. Hama, hippo. All right. Next word. 절교하다. 절교하다. 절교하다 means to end one's friendship or to be estranged. Right? Like to cut ties with a friend or something like that. 절교하다. Let's use 절교하다 in a sentence. 우리 절교하는 거야? 우리 절교하는 거야? Are we not going to be friends anymore? Is this the end of our relationship? Alright, 절교하다. Remember that? Fourth word. 가불다. 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 Yeah. 가불다 is to act up or to behave badly or actually as translated in the K-drama to, to be a joke or to act smart. Alright, 가불다. So let's use 가불다 in a sentence. 지금 나에게 가불지 마라. 지금 나에게 가불지 마라. Don't get wise with me now. 가불다. Alright. Fifth word. 우월감. 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 I remember in the first few episodes, we learned the word 열등감. And now we have 우월감. 우월감 is the opposite of 열등감. 열등감 is inferiority complex. Now what is 우월감? It's superiority complex. Yes, there is such a thing like this. 우월감. Let's use 우월감 in a sentence. 그녀의 미소는 연민과 우월감이 뒤섞은 것이었다. Her smile was a mixture of pity and condescension. Mm, interesting. Alright, so those are our five weekly vocabs. And just so you won't forget them already, let's review them, like, real fast. 치매, dementia, Alzheimer's disease. 하마, hippo, hippopotamus. 절교하다, to end one's friendship, to be estranged. 가불다, to act up, to behave badly. 우월감, the sense of superiority, or superiority complex. Alright, so those are our five weekly vocabulary words, and I hope you remember them. I'll put them on the show notes, and you can also check them out on my Instagram page, where every week I publish them, like, a few days after the episode gets published. Yeah, okay, so now that I've delivered the five weekly vocabs, I should tell you something about studying, right? This is something that I should do every week. So last week, I mentioned about dictation, and if you still haven't checked it out, please review our previous week's um, episode, or just check the show notes. I added a journal article there about dictation as a language learning tool. So with that given, what should we do next? I mean, if you're already studying Korean, and then you're already practicing dictation, what else can you do to improve your language skills? So what I can tell you today is to read aloud, whatever it is, 
just read aloud. It could be a news article or it could be some lines from a manga or actually it could be the output that you made from the dictation practice that you just did if you did that. And then read it aloud and as you read it aloud, try to record yourself. So I actually did this when I was beginning just starting the podcast like previously, the Korean ASMR and other podcasts that I'm doing. I used to record myself and then listen, listen to your recording and then give yourself feedback. Or actually, you can also make someone else listen to your recording if that's your style. Like for me, in the past, I would read articles and then send it to my Korean friend. And my Korean friend would give me pointers on how I could improve my pronunciation. And that's for free because we're friends. And then she would also record it so that I could listen to her recording as a reference. So yeah, that is something that you can also try doing as you study. So read aloud, record yourself, listen to it, or you can make someone else listen to it. And then you, you can either give yourself feedback or ask feedback from a friend who knows Korean, at least a native, or if it's not a native, at least someone who's a little bit higher in level than you. And then rinse, rinse and repeat. So I think if you do that, that will help you with pronunciation, with reading. Reading speed is very... It's something that you will gain as you practice. Like, I already mentioned you should sing along with Korean songs, right? On YouTube or something. If you do that, you will definitely like improve your reading speed. But for this one, just read aloud and practice moving your mouth with the language. Alright, okay, I think that's all that I want to share about about this study tip that I'm having I'm giving you today. Okay. I hope that helps. If you find it helpful, please let me know. If not, okay, also let me know. Like, hey you, you told me to do this, but it's not helpful at all. Tell me that. I will understand and remove it moving forward. <laughs> but it worked for me, so maybe it will work for you. So just try it and don't be so, you know, annoyed by whatever I'm saying. Alright, okay, I think that's all for all the language um, related stuff that I wanted to tell you today. So I think we can move on to the discussion. Yeah, let's move on to the discussion before I lose my mind. Alright, let's start in three, two, one. Alright, so now it's the discussion time and this is the most unstructured part of the episode usually. But I'm I, I tried to like make some structure and I'm actually calling this episode Murder, Mystery and Mothers. Okay, so I think the discussion will revolve around that. Maybe. If not, I don't know. Hate me for it. No, just kidding, don't. Uh yeah, so murder mystery and mothers okay so that's what i'm gonna call this episode i have some notes actually just a few notes and i'll be looking at it most of the time if needed and i will be talking about those three m's but before that i would first like to read the synopsis of or when the camellia blooms as usual i'm reading the synopsis from Asian Wiki. If you don't like me reading the synopsis from Asian Wiki, please let me know. But if it's okay for me to continue doing this, then okay, I'll just keep doing it. 
Okay, so let me read the synopsis in 3, 2, 1. Dongbaek is a single mother living in the small town of Ongsan. She runs the bar restaurant, yeah, the bar restaurant called Camellia, while also taking care of her son Pyogu. The people of Ongsan frequently gossip about Dongbaek. She grew up as an orphan, is a single mother, and runs a bar where many of the men in Ongsan frequent. Regardless of what the locals may whisper about Dongbaek, local police officer Hwang Yong-sik is deeply in love with her. Meanwhile, Dongbaek's ex-boyfriend Kang Jong-yeol suddenly reappears in her life. He is a famous baseball player that hid their relationship when they dated. While Dongbaek tries to find happiness, something truly sinister lurks in the background. A serial killer roams Ongsan and Dongbaek may be a target. Alright, so that is the plot synopsis. It sounds scary, right? Actually, when I decided that I and my family would watch this show, I thought it was some sort of a drama comedy or actually more of a rom-com. That was my initial impression. But then when I started watching it, like the beginning shocked me. And wait, I thought we were watching a rom-com. Apparently, it's not a it's not exactly a rom-com. Well, it has romance and some comedy in it, but I don't think it's rom-com. It's more of a mixture of everything, in my opinion. There's drama, there's comedy, there's suspense, there's action somehow. And yeah, and romance, of course. Yeah, it's it has a lot of these different layers. And I guess... It's a good one because it was able to, like, marry all these different genres in just one K-drama. I really find that amazing, and I guess that is also the reason why this K-drama, When the Camellia Blooms, received a lot of awards in 2019 and also in 2020. I'm currently looking at the Asian Wiki page of When the Camellia Blooms, and right now I can see all the awards that they were given like in 2019 it it's like it bagged all the awards from the 2019 kbs drama awards with almost all the leading actors getting an award yeah i i I don't think i have to mention everything right but yeah let me just tell you that it's a really good movie and uh movie i'm sorry uh, it's a really good k-drama and it's really award winning it's my first time seeing kang hyojin in anything i've never seen her before but her acting is really just so good um for kang hanu i've seen him in miseng that's the first time that i saw him act in anything and the character that he has here is very different from his character in miss in miseng so i was really amazed at how the transformation was made like in miseng he was actually very stiff as a character and as a person and he had high regards of himself but in this show 
he was kind of the exact opposite of his role in Meeting. Here he is very down to earth and he is very jolly. And actually, I, I think I would agree with the characterization that he was given in the show. He was uh, described by his mother as a bear, right? So if if in the show, Tongbek is called a hippo or a hama, meanwhile, the character of Kang Haner, Yongshik, is considered a bear or a kum. And that was fascinating because when I watched the show, I could definitely see Yongshik or the character that Kang Hanu played as actually a human form of a bear. And it, he was, I mean, bears are really cute. They're big, but they're cuddly and they seem delicate. And I, I think Kang Hanu was able to portray that character as a person who tries to act myself. I think that's an acting method that I could try maybe in the future, like uh, personify an animal. So yeah, I'm thinking of doing that somewhere, somehow, sometime. I don't know. I'm doing improv. Um, not not much in theater these days, but I do monologues on the podcast. So maybe I try doing some characterization in the future. Also, you might have noticed that the beginning. I mean, the monologue that I did today was actually a line from Yongshik, and that was the time that he was proposing to Camelia. And yes, I'm sorry if you haven't watched the show. Spoiler alert. I'll put it in the show notes that there might be some spoilers in this podcast. And actually, it's almost always that I I give spoilers. So if, if you're an, a regular listener here, then you should know that I almost always give some minor spoilers. But yeah, anyway, just... You know, just listen. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Right. I, I just want you to like hear the process of my thoughts. So sometimes I don't cut these things out. And although I have some notes, it's not that structured. And sometimes I almost always just freestyle whenever I'm talking here. Uh, the purpose of which is because I also want to understand how my thought processing works so some uh unlike my other podcast i actually listen to these podcasts at least once i mean i listen to the episode once so that i could hear how how i did as a person i mean how i analyze the k-drama and how i process my ideas about it so yeah why am i telling you this do you have to hear that I'm not sure, but like, you know, if you're listening to me, you might as well get to know me a little, right? So, yeah. So, what am I talking about? I was talking about the characters. So, especially Kang Haner and Kong Hyojin, the leads. They received the award for this, and I think they really deserved it. And actually, the the K-drama itself received awards as well, because it's like the best drama in 2019, I think. Yeah, it re- actually in 2020 it also received the grand prize for the Beksang Art Awards in 2020. 
So yeah, this is something that you should definitely watch if you are a K-drama fan. And I don't regret having watched it later than most people because most people I know who watch K-dramas have seen it in 2019 or early 2020. And for me, it's only now that I got to watch it. I don't regret having watched it now because at least because I watch it now, I got to watch it together with my family and we really enjoyed it. Uh, I already told you last week that I watch K-dramas with my family nowadays. I don't watch K-dramas alone anymore. So I watch all the K-dramas I'm featuring on this podcast together with my family. So that means I'm being super productive because K-drama time doesn't mean I'm wasting time on my own. But K-drama time means bonding time with my family. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> but that also means that my K-drama choices could get affected a lot by what my family members want. But usually I'm the one who gives options of what to watch. So although they make the choice of what we're gonna watch, I'm actually like controlling it because I'm the one giving the options. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just said that. Um, For you, you who are listening to me right now, how, how are you watching K-dramas these days? Are you watching it alone? Are you watching it with your friends, with your family? Or perhaps are you doing a, what do you call this? I don't know uh, what it's called. Like when you watch together even though you are in different places. Uh, what is this called? I don't remember. Like, oh, watch party. Like, do you watch K-dramas joy- by joining a watch party? I've never tried that, but maybe I should try it too. I just don't know how to do that. And I've never had people to do a watch party together. And in fact, well, I don't really need it because I... always watch K-dramas with my family these days. But yeah, that, that would be something interesting to try in the future. But maybe not now. Because I'm already like watching two episodes of K-drama every day together with my family. Sometimes three if, if it's the weekend. Because of course, during the weekend, we have more time than usual. So yeah, okay. Like, all right, that's too much information about me and my family. But I just wanted to... I wanna, I just wanted to share it with you in case that helps you relate to me more and relate to my K-drama watching habits more. Alright, I already said that this K-drama, When the Camellia Blooms, is a perfect balance of drama, action, comedy, and suspense. And it really is. And Okay, so actually, there's something that I want to say about the plot of this story. I would just want to say that It has a lot of layers, like really a lot of layers. When Because of the title, When the Camellia Blooms, I thought this is just about the life of Thongbaek and how she like blooms as a person in this um, province. Uh, it's not a province. In this town of Ongsan. But apparently, it's not just about her life, but there's this mystery guy, the Joker, who happens to be killing people for reasons unexplained in the beginning and also just during the first episode of, of this k-drama we have already seen a dead body apparently wearing the bracelet of Dongbaek and then Yongshik suddenly cries and like he cried a lot so I, I think 
people who watch this K-drama might have thought that, oh my gosh, Tongbaek dies at the end. Okay, spoiler alert, Tongbaek doesn't die. And, okay, since I spoiled it anyway, I'll just give spoilers all around and, like, mess you up. Like, you've already, like, consider that all of the listeners here have already seen the show or at least don't mind spoilers, okay? So just avoid this, just avoid this podcast if you don't like spoilers. <laughs> but, or, yeah, I, I mean, it, you will find it offensive if I keep saying spoilers without giving you notice, right? So, yeah, I, I think maybe moving forward, only listen to the episodes wherein you don't mind getting spoiled, okay? So that that will be our verbal agreement moving forward. Okay, but anyway, all, all the time I'll keep putting that in the show notes that there are spoilers in this episode or in the episodes to come. Like, I, there's that notice. Some spoilers, some minor spoilers, major spoilers, no spoilers. I identify them in the show notes always, okay? All right. So, okay, so what is so interesting in this K-drama? So I said murder, mystery. Okay, so murder, we have Joker... And every time he kills, he leaves this note, Kabur Chima, don't be a joke. And it could have a, a lot of different connotations because Kabur Da, as we have mentioned in the vocabulary words for this week or for this day, has different meanings like don't be a smart ass, don't joke around, don't try to act frivolously, something like that. So there's a lot of different meanings or that could be used for kaburji or kaburta, kaburjimara. And yeah, so that is the initial clue that we have for the murderer, for Joker. And eventually you find out that his reason is actually his inferiority com- complex. Like he felt that People looked down on him, and so he didn't feel good about that. And then he started murdering people. And these kinds of people are... I I would say that these people are usually not stable. Like, they have issues on their head. And I don't mean that... Uh, I, I don't want to put it in a bad way that... I mean, mental health in general... But it's just that there are people who are psychopathic. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but like there's something wrong with how their brains are wired. I do believe it can be cured. I'm not sure how. And but yeah, there are these kinds of people who just who are just wired differently than than re- most people. And so they have the capacity to do these uh horrendous crimes and yeah so i think they have different reasons in general but here the joker in this k-drama had that inferiority complex and it i'm not trying to oversimplify it but it's like it was the root cause of everything that he did and something interesting i found in the plot or actually the line that Yongshik said was uh the joker said although you've catch me it doesn't end here do you think 
um, like it ends here just because he caught me. There are others like me outside, something like that. Uh, that was the line of Joker when he was talking to Yongshik. And Yongshik said, Okay, you think there's a lot of you? Actually, you're wrong. There are a lot more people like me, the good people, and we will catch you. That is a very empowering message, I think. And it's no longer, for me, it's no longer about murder or something, but in general, the good-willed people and the bad-willed people that, yeah, I think I'd like to take the positivity, the optimism from Yongshik that, yeah, maybe there are still more good people than bad people. And yeah, we want to see the good people win all the time. Maybe. All right. Okay. I mean, there might be some people who doesn't want the good, the good to win. To win. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just said that. Murder and then mystery. So what mystery do we have in this K-drama? Who died? And now I will tell you who died. If you haven't watched the show, the person... Okay, if you haven't watched the show, please leave. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad. But if you're interested to know, okay. The person who died is... Hyangmi. Hyangmi is a helper in the camellia restaurant bar restaurant and actually hyangmi and dongbek were friends or sort of class of acquaintances when they were young and i think dongbek didn't get to know that i mean yeah she didn't get to know that but anyway they had this very interesting relationship hyangmi and dongbek they were like sisters in a way, but well, I think I remember a line from Hyangmi. She said, if I were to be reborn again, I wish I could be your daughter. That's what she told Tongbek. And they really like each other. Although, you know, they were like at the bottom of this society because Tongbek is a single mother and then Hyangmi is... Well, she's not a prostitute. She's nothing like that. But that's how she was seen by a lot of people because of her background and because of the work that she does. And because this is a small town of Ongsan, people are very tight-knit and every person knows everyone. And people make rumors all the time. They talk about each other's lives all the time. But actually being in a small town like this is actually kind of good as well because it means you're in this small community where everyone knows each other and that means that you have this kind of relationship that would make you be united as one um what am i saying this is the idea of uh what is this idea of Com uh, community <laughs> no i forgot what it's called but oneness like oneness so or homogeneity yeah maybe like they are in a homogeneous community and everyone should be the same somehow something like that and yeah i, I felt that in ongsan and ongsan is 
Um, not sure if it's a real place. I didn't research it, but maybe it is. Um, uh, because this K drama was set up in a small town called Ongsan, and it's not in Seoul. It's far from Seoul, actually. The people here use a different dialect, so it's not the standard Korean that you know of. So this is, I think, this is Gyeonggi Gyeonggi dialect. Maybe I'm not sure. I need to refer to my Korean friend and ask. But I think yeah, this is Gyeonggi dialect. Anyway, forgive me if I don't know all the dialects in Korean, cause it's it's not like it's my major, but yeah. But I think I'm ninety percent sure it's Gyeonggi dialect. Okay, so mystery. Yeah, I told you that it's Hyangmi. Hyangmi story is actually very. Dramatic, and I feel so sad when Hyangmi died. Like, yeah, she's actually she actually she won an award for this K drama, but so far after com- when the Camellia blooms, she hasn't done anything just yet. I want to see her again in some K drama. I wish she gets more project because her acting here is really good, in my opinion. Some people might not like her or her character, but I like her. And I wish to see her more. Her name is Son Dambi. Yeah, I want to see her more. Hopefully, we can see more of her. And okay, murder mystery and mothers. All right, so the story of mothers. Yeah, I I think this K drama is actually a story of mothers. So first we have the single mother Tongbek, and then we have Dok Son. Was that her name? Wait, let me check. And then we have the mother of Yongshik. What is the name of? Her, his mom, Doksun, Doksun. So we have Doksun, the mother of Yongshik, and then Jongso, Jongsuk, Jongsuk, the mother of Tongbek. There's a lot of mothers in this K drama, and I can't emphasize enough how mothers' love for their children was shown in this K drama. Like, yeah, if you're a mother and then you're watching this K drama. Or if actually, if you're a child in this, and then you're watching this K drama, I do believe that you will understand more the dynamics of a mother's love, and it's actually very different from a father's love, in my opinion. So, yeah, what did I get from uh, this K drama about mother's love? It's that usually when the child is hurt, mothers are usually hurt more. And maybe they don't show it, but that is always the case. When the child is hurt, the parent feels the pain so much more because, well, they love you as their children. So, yeah, mother's love, something like that. Uh, what else about mothers? Actually, well, the names I've mentioned aren't just. The mothers here because, like the Yongsan regulars, the Ajumas here are all mothers as well. So, yeah. Murder mystery and mothers. Uh, wait. Do I still have more time? I think I don't have any more time, so I'll just end it at that. Maybe, yeah. I'll just end it at that because if I just keep talking, maybe I'll lose my voice, and then anyway, I'm not. Gonna say anything substantial anymore? Cause yeah, I think I already mentioned my point. Uh, 
Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't put a K-drama word of wisdom here. Like, it's empty. Like, really, my notes are empty for the K-drama word of wisdom. What? Yeah, so apparently I don't have a K-drama word of wisdom for this episode. Because I didn't put it yet on my show notes. I mean, on my notes for the show. The show notes and my notes for the show are two different things. Anyway, in my notebook, I said the final episode... So in the final episode... There's a dialogue between Tongbek and her mom. And I said that is good for K-drama word of wisdom. And yeah, I don't think I can put that on the recording today because, well, I'm already recording and yeah, I'm kind of lazy to go back to Netflix and watch that scene and then write it down and then put it, I mean, record it here. So What I'm going to do is I'm just going to put the K-drama word of wisdom on the show notes. So I'm not recording it now, but I'll put it on the show notes. There's no explanation. Well, I I don't really explain the K-drama word of wisdom. So I just put it on the show notes. So for today, I'm just going to leave you like that. No, I'm going to leave you with a song recommendation as usual. So what is this song recommendation that I have for you? Actually, this is... Because uh, I mentioned this already last week or the week, many weeks ago that I'm so into Trot these days and I still couldn't get over it. So I'm watching clips of this Trot show called Nerun Mr. Trot or Tomorrow Mr. Trot, Mr. Trot of Tomorrow, something like that. And there's this video clip on YouTube that I've watched. It's called Partner. So it's a song sung by Jong Dong Won and Jang Min Ho and it's a really good song I haven't seen the original I haven't listened to it but this version is really fun to watch and listen to so I'd recommend it to you why am I recommending it to you? because if you're learning Korean then you know just have fun listening to it and maybe read the lyrics or sing along yeah that will help you learn but if if you're not a Korean learner um well you can just listen to it or watch it and you know receive some energy from it because it's a really good song and i received energy watching it so i do believe you will too if not just let me know okay so i guess that's it for today's episode i'm really thankful for all of you who keep listening to this podcast although sometimes i'm not like super structured and stuff and my thoughts are not perfectly articulated at times well or most of the time i'm trying my best like i'll i'll really structure this better in the episodes to come just you know just give me feedback if you have ideas on what i could improve on or what you think i could do to make it better and anyway yeah so yeah what else am i saying yeah thank you very much 감사합니다 안녕히 계세요 다음에 봐요 Bye-bye.